Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 120. I wanted to start by saying thank you for all the listeners of this podcast. I feel so, so very, very blessed with all the messages we receive on a weekly basis. And I mean, I started this as a passion project um, over three years ago. And yeah, I didn't really know the, the reach it was going to get to. So um, actually, just this past week, we got to um, 60,000 unique listeners. Um, downloads are like 130k or something so um i just yeah i feel so blessed with all the people listening to it. so start by saying thank you and this podcast wouldn't be where it is without my beautiful co-host so i want to start by asking my co-host to introduce herself the amazing the stunning the healer extraordinaire and now published author stacy brown stace can you introduce her please hi friends it's good to be back really looking forward to digging into this topic today as it's one that I hold very near and dear. My name is Stacy. I'm an intuitive. I do readings for people from around the world. I'm also an Akashic record reader and a spiritual coach and mentor. My book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender, came out last January and is doing really well. You can access it on Amazon or Audible. Love it. Love it. Hi, everybody. I'm Nims. Uh, oh, call me Nims Nimesh, whatever name suits. I'm also an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, as well as a spiritual coach and mentor. And um, I just really feel like we're we're all in a space now where we've transitioned from 2023, where 2023 was a lot, a lot about closing karmic cycles, doing so much healing. Um, and we're now in a space where the universe is pushing us to you know, complete some of those cycles, but also start to shine our light, putting ourselves in the center of our world. And that's why this week's topic is really relevant to that. And that is um, the importance of community and support. And I guess the way I describe it as that is when we are going through something, when we're going through spiritual awakening, even when we're not, I really do feel the universe wants to support us. And the universe, and when we're going through a lot, Maybe we're not getting support by the traditional routes, i.e. by normally our friends, because our friends, as we go through this upgrade, don't always understand what we're going through. Um, but if you're open to it, the universe does send you people. And because we're a soul having human experience, so our guides, the universe, God's source, whatever you want to call it, isn't going to stop us having the human experience because we need to have that human experience. For whatever reason, maybe it's for soul expansion. Maybe it's because whatever we're going through is going to lead to whatever's coming next in our life. Maybe we're meant to teach and coach people to maybe not go through the same thing or it's the same level, but there's a reason why you're going through whatever you're going through. But what if you can, you can create a support network around you to support you and hold your space while you're going through it. And, and I get it's difficult because when you're going through a lot, you do feel alone. And honestly, we're all we're all souls having unique experience. So you you may never find somebody who truly understands what you what you're going through, but you can manifest a community that can empathize with what you're going through, can hold your space, can allow you to share, can give you insights into what's happening in your world that maybe you can't see because you're you know you're you're in the emotional side of it. And as I say, sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees. So 
I love this topic. I really do feel like it's important at this stage, especially that we look for the people to support. We look for the communities. And honestly, that's why I love what we do because the mentorship program that we do, we do hold people's space. And, you know, when we're thinking about this topic, actually we just got off a client call and that's, that's why this topic felt so relevant is because your client question is going through a lot. But when we talk to him and we talk to him about what he's going through and then we talk about the community and support he's got, there's, there is a realization there that there is support around us if we're open to it. But also there's something in us where we don't want to ask for help. It's not, it's certainly, well, the masculine side of us is certainly, you know, kind of resistance to asking for help. And when you're going through a spiritual upgrade or when you're going through some something spiritually, that's when you should call on the universe to support you. And that's why for me, as we go delve deep into the topic, this topic is super relevant right now in terms of everyone that's going through a spiritual awakening. And before I hand over to Stacey, I guess, just take a moment and really ask yourself, well, if you had to pick the people that are holding your space right now, that are supporting you, who are they? Maybe they're not, they're, you might surprise yourself by who that may be, because maybe somebody totally different. Because sometimes we need to remember that our, our family, our blood family in particular, they don't always understand us, right? Because they hit, but you pick them to expand you, you not always pick them to love you, right? So maybe your support group comes from elsewhere. And also the work that me and Stace do, um, if it appeals to you, if you feel like we could support you, reach out. We have a life-changing mentorship program, which... Um, it really is having a massive impact. Again, I feel so blessed with that. We're also going to have another groups program starting probably mid to end of March. And with the group program, it's a max of five people. But that's a community, right? And again, I, I really feel whoever the five people are, are meant to be together because there's a soul contract. And that's the groups we've done before. We've created that community. We've actually created lifelong friends with people within groups staying together. So maybe that's something appeals. If any of that appeals, book a free discovery call. But Stace, I'd love to hear from you on this topic and you, everything you've been through the last few years and kind of, I know your world's changed a lot in terms of the community and the people around you. So is mine, to be fair. Um, people that I thought they would be around me for, for the rest of my life. Some instances are no longer there. And you know what? That's natural. It is what it is, right? But um you create space for new people. Yeah, what's your take on this topic, Stace? So it's interesting because I kind of look at my experience as happening in like layers or stages. And when I first started embarking on my season of exploring spirituality, a lot of that was done through organized religion. And I found community support in a local community church. And um, I, I loved the feeling of the camaraderie of other people who were trying to navigate their path. But what became confusing to me was how um, in the box it was and how structured it was in a way that... Um, was frustrating for me because I feel that each one of us is on a very unique journey. It's our own individual journey. 
And for me, I found that the structure of organized religion didn't work. And so then the question is, how do you find that community? And I was ironically at home, sick, in bed with a stomach bug. And a friend reached out to me and said, there is a new social media app that you, I think is meant for you. And it's called Clubhouse. And Clubhouse, for those who don't know, is an audio app where you can have conversations with people from around the world. And in that space of being exposed to people in different places in the world, in different walks of life, was really my first true introduction into a spiritual community. I found people who were on their journey of healing. I found people who were wanting to serve and help other people on their healing journey. And it became a space where I did a lot of my healing. And at NIMS, that's where you and I met. And it expanded me in a way that I could never have expected. I would never have thought that a social media app would bring me to a greater understanding of myself in a spiritual way. But that is, in fact, what happened. And it provided me a space to process some of the things that I was going through. You know, I, my marriage was falling apart. I was recovering from a trauma with my son. And it gave me an outlet and a sounding board that I really, really needed. And I know we have people listening to this podcast who are also going through a spiritual awakening where the life that you've been living and the way you've been doing things no longer fits. And you can't exactly figure out how to explain it to someone else because it feels so deeply personal. And it might have you in a space of feeling insecure or isolated. And I would say one of the things that I feel has been pivotal for me has been having a community of like-minded individuals to process some of what was coming my way. And in that space of having people acting as a sounding board and people being supportive of me was when I really could dive deep into my spiritual journey and what next steps I want to take in order to be the best version of myself. And I think a lot of people in today's world are feeling that isolation. You know, a lot of us are working from home now. So we go from like our bed and our, our comfortable spot in our room, then we hobble into our office and we get on calls all day. And that way of living can feel beautiful in the sense that you feel like you have more control over your schedule, but can also feel isolating. And it has been a true labor of love for Namesh and I to create more of a sense of community with our clients. And one of the ways that we do that is through a monthly Zoom call that we host as a free space for you to be able to tap into a group of people who are on similar journeys to what you might be going through and provide a space where there's a sense of belonging, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what we're all looking for, right? We're looking for a way to belong. We're looking for a way to fit in. We're looking for a space to be understood. 
And though the spiritual journey can be somewhat isolating when you're going through it, there is so much power in exploration and self-discovery when you can do it with other people. And so for me, having community has been so significant in this season of my life because it has allowed me to understand that I'm not alone. And I think a lot of us feel that way, Nims. Yeah, it's very true. Um, yeah, the spiritual journey can be a very lonely journey, right? It's that, because um, it's like a rebirth, right? It's just every facet of you is changing and it means that the things that you used to excite you no longer excite you. The people that you used to excite you maybe you don't feel as connected to. And it is, it can be, yeah, definitely one of the most lonely times. And you make a great point about Clubhouse, right? It came for me at a really good time when, you know, lockdown kicked in and I was looking for a space to have a conscious conversation. And I was blessed to find and make some really amazing friendships like you, Stace, right? I, I feel... I feel very grateful and, um, you know, I mean, Clubhouse isn't the same as it used to be. I get that, but maybe that's something for our listeners. Maybe you do want to reach out and join Clubhouse. We don't, um, me and Stacey don't have as many rooms on there as, as, we, as we used to, but we still have a presence. But yeah, I love our Zoom calls. Um, we actually had one last week. So if you want to experience what that and the energy of that would be look like, then we post this as a podcast to take a listen. Um, but you know, if you, if you're open to it, you can manifest a group, right? You can sure, maybe reach out to us and you can work with us. You can also ask your guys, ask the universe to really send you people who, who are open to holding your space open. Cause the thing is, when Stace talked about looking for a space to belong, and for me, that's an interesting thing because I've realized on my journey, I've always looked for somewhere to belong, something to belong to, whether it's a religion, whether it's a, a group of people. Or, but I've kind of realized on my journey that the programming that I've had is, um, is actually the thing that's stopping me because I'm not meant to follow a program. Um, so the belonging and being part of something comes from somewhere different, right? And for me, it's come from a community of healers, like-minded souls that guide along the way, right? But at the same time, I know I'm not supposed to belong to anything, right? I'm not supposed to belong to any society or any label that humans wants to give it, right? So, so I'd say that's the first thing. And there's always... There's, there's groups depending on um, where you're based. You know, maybe there's spiritual circles. Maybe there's, you can look for um, spiritual events happening in your, in your space. Maybe there's a metaphysical shop near you that may have regular um, regular meetings, etc. So there's like different places, but you need to put yourself out there to connect with them, right? It's... um you have to meet the universe halfway. So if you're sitting at home and saying, well, there's nobody around me that really understands me and, you know, kind of, but you're not doing anything about it, then the universe isn't always going to send you something, right? You've got to meet the universe halfway. So you've got to be out there a little bit. So I would recommend doing some research on what's available locally. And 
you know, when you look for these communities, what do they actually give you? I mean, ultimately, they do give you a sense of belonging, right? There's, there's a, you know, they say, you know, when when you when you share, it's 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 like a release. It's like journaling. So when you share part of you, one, it opens your heart up, and two, it builds a connection with other people, and it gives you that sense of belonging. There's also shared wisdom. A lot of the time, our guides give us messages through other people. And maybe somebody you're talking to has also been through something similar and can give you insight that maybe you've missed. Um, you can also use a group like this for accountability and encouragement because, again, we, we always have the best of intentions. We always kind of set ourselves goals. You know, maybe you set yourself New Year's resolutions. Um, but, you know, looking for a community like this does give you accountability and support. Yeah, it just it just gives you that connection, but you've got to manifest it. You know, maybe opportunities for growth, but it's just that connection. And I also feel that the people that you communicate with in this new phase, maybe it's a soul contract, maybe somebody that you are meant to reach out to either guide or for them to guide you, or maybe it's a co-creation. It really is a beautiful time because I do feel it's almost like we're all going through something at the same time. And it's like, we can all feel change happening inside us, happening around us. What do you do with that? Some people get frustrated and get angry and then that comes out outwardly in different things. Some people choose to look inside and really ask, well, hold on, what's happening inside me? How do I kind of work on this area? What do I need to do differently? And that's when you listen to this sort of podcast, really. And then you think, okay, you know what? I'm going to manifest myself a community and this is what I'm going to do. And Stacey, this is where I'm going to put you on the spot. What advice would you give to our listeners, especially with everything you've been through the last few years in terms of if they're looking for a community and yet great, listen, you know, reach out, remember uh, our zoom call. Um, there'll be another one in, in March. That's a great area, but what else, what else can people do if they're looking for a community? Okay, so I'm in a season where I'm looking for more community. And um, by nature, I'm a pretty shy person. I have a hard time putting myself out there. Um, and I moved to a new location. So I live in a different area than where I have lived for the last several years. And I kind of created a new home base, right? But again, I work from home. And so I was talking to a friend and she was doing all of these like social things, going and having dinner with people and doing coffee meetups. And I finally just got bold. And I was like, how are you meeting all of these like like-minded women who are in similar circumstances? And she told me about an app. It's called Nextdoor. Um, it's popular here in the U.S., and it's based off of your geographics, where you live. And it reminds me layout wise, kind of like Facebook, where you can put posts. And so a couple of weeks ago, I got brave and I made a post just saying that I was looking for other people who were, um, you know, divorced, single, what have you, who maybe have kids that are grown and are looking for friendships. 
And I remember hitting send on the post and being like, oh shit, I just put myself out there and I have no idea what's going to come of this. And what was so amazing was there were like 75 women that responded to this post saying, I'm in, like, what do you want to do? So I set up a coffee meetup and this past weekend we met at a local coffee shop and a bunch of women showed up. And we all got to talk and, and connect with each other. And, you know, not everyone that you meet in a setting like that is going to be similar to you, but it opened me up to being a little bit more social in my community and hopefully finding more of those spiritual connections that I'm longing for. So I would say that depending on your circumstances, it might not be a conventional way. You know, it might be that you put yourself out there on a local app in your community and you see what comes up. It might be that you join um, a platform like Clubhouse that we've been a part of for quite some time. Um, but what I would say to anybody who's feeling isolated is in order to get out of that season of isolation, more than likely you have to do something that is out of your comfort zone. Okay, because it's not going to be that somebody just hands you a community of people and says, this is it, Stacy. like this. Here you go. Here's your community. It's something I think you have to work towards and you have to be willing to step out of your norm in order to try things. Right. So like when I met this group of women, there were some women right away that I knew, yeah, I'm probably not going to connect with this person again. But then there were other women that I met and I was like, like one of them's already messaged me and said, I would love to have coffee with you. And so it's like, that's awesome, right? Because it's stepping out of my comfort zone and it's, it's encouraging me to branch out from my usual routine. So I would say to anyone in that season where you're feeling isolated, you're gonna have to step out of your comfort zone in order to form that community but what can you do today to take a step towards that? Is it something through social media? You know, so many of us have social media and we use it for business and branding, or we use it for showing what's going on with our family. But what if you put a post out there saying, I'm looking to expand my community. I'm looking for like-minded individuals. There's things that you can do in this day and age with the power of connection that we have through the World Wide Web there's ways to meet people. The question is, are you ready to step out of your comfort zone and do something you've never done before? Wow, powerful, powerful question. And you know, when I think about that question, um, I think about Einstein's quote, definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing and expect a different set of results. So if you are feeling stuck, then it is time to do something different. And as Stace talked about, there's online resources, right? There's Nextdoor, actually, which I did check before. Is it also available in the UK? So I'm sure it's available in other countries. There's also Meetup, right? You Maybe you find Meetup groups around spiritual topics and you know, Facebook groups and all spiritual forums and do searches on what's available in your local area, whether it's community centers, whether it's, you know, maybe you... I mean, I've met some of my my best friends through going through spiritual retreats and, and workshops, because 
in those sort of environments, you are going through a healing process. And when you're healing together, there's there's a connection there too, right? So, but the key part of everything that we've just been talking about is to put yourself out there. And it's through those moments of feeling uncomfortable that you expand. And, and I get it. It's just when you're going through something emotional, when you're going through a spiritual awakening or whatever you might want to call it, there's a part of you, the last thing you want to do is meet new people. But ultimately, the communities around us support us in a different sort of way. Obviously, um, I say obviously, maybe not obviously, but connecting with your guides and feeling the energy around you and, and listening to your messages is going to be important too. But allowing to be supported externally is also a skill. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sign of strength. Because as human nature, we don't like to ask for help. It's not natural for us to ask for help. And so... Now, this is why it's also important to for you to think about who are the people around you? Who could you reach out to today to maybe just message and say, let's go for a coffee? Stacey just gave an example of, you know, some, some people she met over the weekend and already getting contact. So who could you reach out today? Who in your community do you feel you could build a strong connection with and maybe build a community with could you reach out to today? And if you can't think of anyone, then what could you do? Where could you go to put yourself in a situation to meet people? You know, not everyone is, is as brave as Stace. I mean, that's, uh, you know, posting on social media, but why not? Yeah, I mean, she 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 chose to meet in a safe space, right? So, and and it's beautiful meeting new people because it opens you up to a whole new way of being. I mean, there's lots of other places, like we talked about metaphysical shops, um, you know, asking. You know, you could maybe reach out to other, some, some of your friends and say, well, how, how did they do it? Stace asked one of her friends, and this was her recommendation. Stace was like, okay, let's do it. And honestly, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I always smile when Stace talks about how she's um, kind of a more of a homely person and when you listen to her, when you when you know she's written a book and you kind of think, actually, she's she must be really outgoing, right? She must be confident and she's actually no, she's put herself out of her comfort zone. You know, it's like whenever we're doing something live, there's always a a level of anxiety between both of us, right? But it's but I've seen Stace go so so often make herself feel uncomfortable because that's where growth comes from. So the biggest part of this is to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Put yourself out there a little bit, but also make it safe, right? If you're going to post in a Facebook group and meet up somewhere, make sure it's public and, you know, you take a friend with you, so at least you've got somebody there. And, you know, if 10 people turn up, 12 people turn up, two people turn up, one person turns up, it's still you're putting yourself out there because what you're doing is you're saying to the universe, I'm here. I'm going to put the universe, I'm going to put myself out there. Universe, meet me halfway. Because that's part of it, right? You've got to take some action. But then you've also got to say to your guys, the universe is, 
look, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to do these things, but I need your help. Please send me the right people and be open to it. Because if there's a part of you that's already decided it's not going to work, then that's what you might manifest. And the other thing to be aware of is, how do you feel about asking for help? Because we all want to be there for other people. How do we how do we feel about putting ourselves at the center of that world? Putting ourselves first and asking for help. Half a question, consider it. And Stace, what would your advice be to someone who's who's listening to this podcast and thinking, well, I really can't think of anybody I want to reach out to. I really have a I feel like I'm alone in this journey. Um, I'm feeling isolated. What would you what would you advise them to do? I would say, first of all, I know how you feel because I have absolutely been there. And then I would say, you know, what steps are you willing to take out of your comfort zone to make it happen? Right? Like what what are you willing to do in order to form that community? Are you willing to post on social media? Are you willing to join um, a local community group? I mean, a book club even, right? There might be a book club that you could join where you would find other like-minded individuals. But I, I really do feel it's about we get in our routine and we don't see outside of that routine. And the change has to start with you. If you're the one feeling isolated, then you're the one who needs to do something about it. And it might not come in the way that you expected. But the other thing that I would highly recommend is to manifest. Okay, so usually towards the end of the episode, we talk about journal prompts. I'm just gonna jump in here and say, when you think about having community and you think about having a support network, what does that look like? And so first start by writing it down, right? Is it like for me, you know, I, I knew that I wanted a group of women. Okay. So that was the first criteria. You had to be female. I wanted women who have either been divorced or don't no longer have a partner. So they're living single life like me, right? I wanted women who were open to meeting in a public place and having a cup of coffee, right? And so I kind of figured out like, these are the basic foundational things that I would like out of connection, right? So I'm setting myself up to find those connections with people who have similar circumstances to me. So what are your interests? What do you get excited about? Like I said, are you somebody who's an avid reader? I mean, when you're an avid reader, you're reading at home by yourself. But if you join a book club, then you're in the process of networking with other like-minded people who are interested in the same types of books that you are, right? Um, I'm not opposed to finding community through our children's activities. My daughter is in sports and I'm on the sidelines a lot. And there's an opportunity to meet other parents in the community, right? So I would say, start by writing it down. When you think of a community, that you would feel comfortable with, what does that look like? And just journal about what that vision would look like for you. Is it women? Is it men and women? Is it is it married couples and you wanna connect with other couples? Is it 
what what exactly is it that you're looking for? I believe that when we connect with the energy of what we want to have in our lives as if it's already happened, it can bring us into a space where we attract those circumstances to us. So start by writing it down. What does that community look like? What is the criteria that you need from your community? And then what are the ways that you can make it happen? Powerful advice, as always, Stace. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we keep going around in circles on this, and part of it for me that we always talk about in every every episode is always having a strong self care routine. So you know, journaling about it and being open and putting yourself out there, but also having a strong self care routine helps you start feeling good about yourself. And then from there, you also attract communities. So, you know, strong self-care routine, we've talked about it before, but would include movement, some sort of, whether it's walking, whether it's exercise, it would also include journaling, meditation. And because um, you have to ask, there's, there's so many facets to manifestation. Um, but when you boil it down, it's simple. It's being clear on what you want. It's journaling about it. It's feeling the emotion around it. Being honest with yourself about how do you, it's like you're trying to manifest a community. If on one side you really want a community, but on the other side you're, you're really petrified and you really, you know, you're not going to put yourself out there, then, I mean, it's okay being anxious, right? But it's, it's about being anxious and doing it anyway. So be honest with yourself about how do you really feel about it and meet the universe halfway. Stacey's already given some loads of examples of what you could do. Um, again, we'd recommend always having a strong self-care routine, but taking action because, again, what you're doing when you take action is you're sending a message out to the universe saying, I'm here. I'm going to put me at the center of my world. I'm going to prioritize me. When you do that, the universe has a magical way of just shifting gears and shifting things into place to really allow you to meet halfway. So I, I mean, Stace, I love the spaces we we create. I love the the work that we do. I love the fact that we're we're able to support people on their journey and, in many ways, be their be their community. Because, for example, when we do the group mentorship or when we do the individual mentorship, we'll always create a WhatsApp group because. The weekly calls and how we do the mentorship are really important, but actually the work that's done in between those sessions and the growth that happens is is in many ways even more important than the weekly sessions because it's it's what happens in the real world. But we we provide that support for anyone that we work with to be able to share good, bad, ugly, whoever who decides what's good or bad, but a safe space to share, and that's what's really important to look for is. Where is a safe space to share? And it's not about it's not about gossiping. It's not about it's about sharing from the heart, opening your heart up to truly, truly allow help and support from the universe. How do you feel about the support that we provide, Stace? And what can we advise our people in terms of what we provide and how we can support them? I um I really feel that 
one of the beautiful things about the work that we do is we um, we're connectors and we bring people together. Like I said, we have this free Zoom healing session we do every month that gives people a space to, to connect with other like-minded individuals. I, I believe our group program has given people a really amazing space to process what they're going through in a setting where you're not doing it alone and you're meeting people from different walks of life, but they're all going through an awakening like you, right? So the group program, though it's, it's dialed down to five people, right? So the spots, people, they go quick because people want to experience that kind of group dynamic and that shift. But I would say those people who have been in our past group programs continue to stay connected now because they have found a space where they're supported by other people from different, different spaces in life, but who are all going through the same thing. So I would say those are some ways that you can experience community. I would say the other thing is doing mentorship with you and I gives people a space to start to understand themselves better. And sometimes before you're ready to form community, you need to understand more about who you are. And so working with the two of us and, and kind of delving deep into exactly what you're going through and what you need helps you to get clear so that when you do go out there into the community, you better understand what you're attracting and what you, what you long for. Again, great, great advice. And um, this is what I said in terms of if you open yourself up to the magic of the universe, there are so many different ways the universe is willing to support you. You know, maybe you're ready for mentorship. The the space was talked about. Maybe you're, you know, you're open to meeting new friends and putting yourself out there in whatever way that looks like. You know, if you're looking for a partner, maybe you, you know, add yourself to dating websites and 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 look that way, right? And again, but the manifestation piece and being open to magic is really important. So really this episode, if I was to summarize, is really all about allowing the universe to show up for you. But it's important that you do the work to meet the universe halfway. And then once you do that, be open to magic coming in whatever way it may do. Because let's say you do all these things and you know you put yourself on social media and all the rest of it, you might meet somebody that you connect with in whatever way at a coffee shop. You know, maybe there's, I know there's, I mean, in the UK, I know there's like lots of um, spirit events, like, you know, mind, body, spirit type events where, you know, you can go and talk to like-minded people, but there's also stalls there, people saying crystals, doing readings, etc. But again, when you put yourself out there, the universe sends you the people. So you've got to you've got to commit to put you at the center. And you've got to commit to doing things that put you out of your comfort zone. Because it's from those areas of putting yourself out of the comfort zone that you grow. Um, Stace, a, a powerful episode as always. Um, I love sharing this space with you. Uh, and I guess I should mention if anybody's interested in the group program or the mentorship that we provide, um, 
you can go to anywhere on our websites, book a free discovery call. We can take you through what the programs look like. Um, we'll always post about the free Zoom healing session that's once a month. It's normally mid-month, so um, look out look, look out for it in early March, and it'll be mid-March for the actual Zoom call. Um, but I love this space. Um, Stace, I know you've already shared some journal prompts, but I want just to ask you if you have any closing advice and also any additional journal prompts you have for our listeners. My advice would be nothing changes if you don't change. You have control of you and how you're showing up in the world. And if you're ready to embark on a community and a space with like-minded individuals, then it's time to step out of your comfort zone and do something you've never done before. So I encourage you to grab your journal tonight and write about what that community would look like, what it would feel like to have that support, and then start exploring not just your local community, but maybe even your virtual community. You know, you might live in an area where there aren't a lot of spiritual people, and it might be harder for you to find that. But we do live in a day and age where we have access to so many tools that I really encourage you to break out of that space that feels safe and try something new. I love it. And Stace, the way you said it, it reminds me of a quote. Um, it's by um, Jim Ryan. And he's like, if you don't like how things are, change it. You're not a treat. And it's slightly tongue-in-cheek, but it is kind of true, right? Sometimes we get so stuck in our ways, and especially when we're going through something intense, that we do get a little bit stuck in our ways. And But it's really important that we change something because that change changes something inside and gives a message to our psyche as well as to the universe. So that would be my advice. As they says, you know, you're not a treat. If you want to change, do something different, right? So sending you all so much love and light. I I appreciate this this time is continues to be intense. 2023 was super intense. But I also open you up to really feeling the energy around you and knowing that the intense energy you're feeling is different. Open yourself up to realizing that the universe is pushing you differently, is pushing you to shine your light, is pushing you to do something different. Sending you so much love and light. Uh, thank you for this space. And Stacey, I'm going to hand over to you to close out. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Another fantastic episode. We love hearing from you. So if this message resonated, reach out to us. We're here to support you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now.